name is Henry Abrams, and my wife is Christy, and uh, my daughters are Rowan, Presley, and Hope. We are a farming family from just outside of Altona, southern Manitoba. That's kind of our life is uh, is farming and being together as a family and spending time outdoors, uh, riding quads and things like that. That's what we do for fun. And Nice. Talk to me a little bit about Rowan's story, about uh, when things started to, to show you that something was wrong. Last November, uh, well, actually last fall, kind of leading up to um, the snow and Christmas, yeah, we just uh, <clears throat> started noticing some things with um, uh, Rowan's back. She was having some back pain, things like that. And we, uh, you know, we, we addressed it in different ways, and it had gone away, and we thought that was all good. But... Uh, Kind of end of November, uh, beginning of December, we started noticing that she had, she was experiencing some, um, what we thought was strep throat, kind of a infection in her throat. And w- with that, we went into uh, just ER here in Morton and got it checked out, and it came back that it wasn't strep throat. It wasn't anything, we really didn't know what it was, but it looked like some sort of uh, infection that way. Uh, and so we, you know, to fast track a little bit in the course of uh, two days there we ended up going back to to retest some of that and uh, they did some blood work at that time and, and to our surprise it was midnight uh, uh, on our way home from the hospital we got a call to go straight to children's because there's something wrong with her, her blood count and so what we thought was uh, strep throat and a, you know, uh, some sort of a uh, spine injury from a fall that she had. Um, long story short, uh, in a matter of a week of diagnosis in children's emergency, or CK5 in Winnipeg, um, they determined that it was uh, leukemia that had caused the back pain and also um, not the virus that she had. We still have no idea why that was there and why it went away. <laughs> um, doctors still don't know why um, that was how it presented itself. Um, but uh, long story short, is they they determined that it was uh, that it was leukemia that was causing the, the, the back pain and also her drop in blood ca- blood count where she couldn't fight off viruses. And uh, yeah, December twenty first is when we got the phone call after a bone marrow uh, test just to be sure um, they had to do a bone marrow um, biopsy to be sure that the cancer cells are actually there. And it came back that they were. We got the phone call December 21st uh, to come first thing uh, the next morning and begin begin treatment um, for leukemia. So it was a huge shock to us as Rowan has always been a healthy kid. She's a gymnast. She's a, She loves to flip around, dance, and do all these things. She's never, she's never, <laughs> never had any health issues. And cancer is just a whole new concept to us, our family. We didn't know much about it. Other than you know, hearing you know, we've had some of our uh, elderly people that we know. Um, so you kind of think that that's that's where it stays, right? You don't really realize that cancer is it can it can come for the kids too. So uh, that was very new and shocking to us, and that began the journey. December twenty fourth uh, in CK five is when we started um, the, the treatment process, and from there it's been a crazy. Um, up-and-down journey of highs and lows, and, um, you know, we always do say we are a, we are a praying family. We do understand <laughs> that God is in control of all this, 
and uh, we've had so much support um, from family, friends, and just even random people, prayer support, and that have prayed us through it. And we do realize that uh, um, we do believe that that has been the main contributor to how well it has gone uh, from the beginning. So, so that's kind of um, yeah, without too many uh, details. I mean, that's kind of what got us to where we are today. Yeah, you know, I, I've heard a lot of times that I've done some of these interviews when you talk about that sore throat. Um, I, f- I forget how other people say it, but it, it's a bit of a blessing in disguise that just sort of brought it to the attention and got that treatment going so fast. You're you're 100% right. That was something that we, again, because they, we had every specialist in Winnipeg uh, come to our room there, GK5. Like, I, don't, I can't even tell you how many times we tried to explain... <laughs> You know, the symptoms and why we were there to, I don't know how many doctors, but they're all just like, can't tell you what this is. Like, so uh, we we do believe that it was just a way of getting us there and getting that treatment started because one of the contributors to Rowan's success uh, right from the beginning, why treatment has, has uh, the success uh, projection, I guess. You know, the doctor says she's, they really believe she's going to do fine with treatment and everything because she came into it very strong. They caught the uh, leukemia was only at a you know at a 25 percent level uh, in, in the marrow. I mean, there's a there's a factor that they use to kind of calculate that. But what they're saying is that right at the beginning of, of the journey of uh, the cancer starting to come in, whereas a lot of kids they start you know they are um, they're really in a big fight right to come in at, uh, at the in a more dire uh, situation. So. That virus brought us in, and we got it right at the front end of it. And Rowan has been able to be really strong throughout all the treatments, which has been a blessing, I think. If you want to see a silver lining, there it is. <laughs> right. You know, how did she react to the news? Um, she reacted, uh, I know I know who she is. I know the kind of girl she is. She's such a positive um, just a strong kid. She always has been. She's just always sees the the light and everything. And um, she was devastated because she knew that this was going to change um, a lot of things for her. Mainly, you know, every kid is looking forward to Christmas <laughs> and doing this, finding out on the twenty first of December and starting Christmas Eve and being in the hospital right over that week and knowing you're going to miss. You know, everything that you've been looking forward to, especially with the last two years being the way they were, not being able to go anywhere. Um, so it's kind of like that nightmare all over again. And I think that really hit her the hardest. After that was the fact that she's dealing with a serious illness. And uh, when she came to grips with that, we, uh, we, were in the, we were in the hospital, we were in the doctor's office speaking with the specialist about the game plan. And she was just had this determination, like, okay, this is what it is. Let's take it one day at a time. And that's been our motto. We have, we have every day we remind ourselves and her, this is just one day at a time. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. We don't have to worry about what's happening in the next cycle. It's just today. How do you feel today? How are we going to take, take on the challenge of today um, with uh, whatever it is, the type of treatment that she has and how she's going to feel physically or emotionally? Like, how are we going to... And that's how she's taken it from day one. It's been, she has had the most amazing attitude. And as parents, I can't tell you how proud we are of her. I can't tell you how um, 
admired we are of of her strength. It's it hasn't made you know this isn't an easy journey as parents, but if there's something that has made it easier, it's just her her strength. We've we've fed off of that. It's, it's beautiful, honestly. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, sometimes we forget about the the kids that are uh, with the siblings. Yes. How are they doing? Well, um, as uh, we kind of expected, uh, but you don't know until you're there. Uh, with the frequent traveling, um, we're in hostel quite a bit. Um, a lot of early mornings, uh, kids are, you know, on CS in the morning when we're gone at 5.30 in the morning or 6 in the morning. So they got to get on the bus and things. Like, we have a lot of family helping us, so they're always in really great care because of our family that is just helping us in every avenue, every every place that they can. All things considered, again, they are doing really well. Like they've, there's been frustrations, um, as you would expect, but because of the the help that we've had from our community and our family, um, we have made a very intentional effort as parents too, my wife and I, that as much as we're focusing on Rowan and her recovery, uh, we also want to make sure that you know the time that we have spent at home. Um, with the other girls is, is intentional too. So it's gone as good as it could. I, <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. I could tell you that way. Yeah. And yeah. again, we contribute that to just uh, just prayer and uh, what we've what we've experienced through. It is just just that uh, encouragement. So the girls are doing are doing really well. There's frustrations, but they're doing really well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's frustrations without cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, um, what is neat is it it's uh, again something that you don't see. But again, if there's a silver lining in the journey through the through the frustration and uh, disbelief, we've our family's always been really close to us and our kids. I mean, they're young, um, but this is something that just it just makes you think a little tighter, <laughs> and the girls are tighter, and it's. Just, uh, it's just something that just brings you together, really. And it's a challenge that we're prob- we've are we learned a lot on how to deal with animosity through this challenge. And I think it's something that our fa- or at least our, our little family, I think we're always going to uh, appreciate in some way uh, to also know that it sucks. And the end goal is what our focus is, that Rowan is going to recover and make a full recovery. That's our prayer and our hope. And that one day this will just be a a memory that we can look back on and go, like, hey, remember we made it through that. So our, our other girls have that same mindset, I believe. And so it's been, been well. And my wife, too. She's, she's a tough, tough woman. She's, uh, she's really awesome. She's had, to, <laughs> she's had to endure some really hard moments watching your daughter go through some very tough things. So she's been, it's been, uh, been interesting, but it's going it's going well yeah i hear you <clears throat> well just the final kind of topic first of all how old is rowan uh she's 10 now okay um, she was nine i guess when she was diagnosed okay in january so 10 now okay perfect um other question candlelighters what kind of role have they played in supporting you through this journey so i'll just give a uh quick uh you know, quick story on how we got to know them. Sure. Um, so Christmas Eve, we're in the hospital starting treatment, and I had never heard of uh, 
candlelighters. I didn't know of any cancer support groups. Again, I can say I just haven't been involved in this world. Didn't know much about it. Um, and then one of the support nurses came in and told us about candlelighters and dropped off a, a gift card and a basket. And we were just like, you know, in that moment, it's a, it, it, I'm honest, it was an emotional, tough couple days for us. My wife and I and our family, and you're just kind of like, every moment you're waiting for something to, you're looking at something that I hold on to and just something to just, all right, take your focus off of what's going on. And um, that's exactly what that did uh, because Rowan was in there over Christmas. They, there was a gift card in there for a couple hundred dollars to go buy Christmas gifts um, for her in, in the hospital. Um, there's a food gift card for co-op for, and we didn't know, but I mean, I, you, you realize that this is going to be expensive. Um, this journey, you're going to be driving back and forth. You're going to be doing a lot of things and starting to already think, okay, um, like how are we going to plan this out so that we can make this work? Uh, and candlelighters just, they were the, it was the first organization that we saw that was just there. And it's like, they were like ready for a family that's going through pain. And, uh, they gift the hamper that they left us was everything and more than we needed for that moment. And, I remember saying to Christy, we were just in tears and just going like, who is this? Who are these people and why are they, why are they doing this? And, and how do we already give back <laughs> in, in a way, you know, cause you just start feeling like uh, it touches you. Right? So that really just uh, opened our eyes to the support that there is out there. Strangers that want to help other strangers. And then when we found out that Candlelighters is a group of parents, um, a group of, um, yeah, people that have been through the exact same shoes that we've been, they heard the same lines of your child is dealing with cancer. Um, and that just makes it more impactful because they they do really understand the, those moments and they know how to help you in those moments. So that was really special. So um, Candlelighters uh, will forever be um, hold a special place in our lives and our hearts, I think, um, just because of... Uh, what it did for us in those moments, and I and I see it now. We're at, in cancer care. Um, we're going through treatments every week. You see new families coming in, and you see uh, they have that look on their face, like that we had. You know, like worry and just wondering how they're going to make it through. And and you know that you see the pamphlet on the table, candlelighters pamphlet with the things that they offer and what they what they help out with, and how they encourage families. And you know, it's helping somebody every single day. So. A really tangible um, charity, and I realized also just after our first hospital stay how they continued to help by bringing meals every week. Uh, my wife's, I would be driving back and forth, uh, back at home to, to the farm and work at the farm, and go back to <laughs> go back to the hospital when we could, um, and they would bring a meal uh, to the ward and a good meal to the ward, not just McDonald's, right and so Christy was able to have uh, a good meal there, and they bring snacks and food and coffee and and random gift cards. So uh, when you're in there, in that room, and dresses of everything going on, those types of things make those types of things make a difference. And I think they understand that. So uh, it's ongoing. They 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 keep on loving on us, and and I understand they'll probably do that till the end of our journey, and and then it's our our turn to uh, to encourage other families. I, so 
I, uh, yeah, that's how we got to know them. And uh, through, I guess, just calling, uh, I found out Naomi at Candlelighter's number. <laughs> I called her to thank them. And then we've heard of some more of the fundraising things that they've been doing, um, like this latest one, this raffle one. Uh, and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. We need to, we need, we need people to hear about this charity uh, because I never heard about them. And I live in Southern Manitoba. I, I never knew about this charity. I didn't know what they did. And they're small, but my goodness, they make such a huge impact for families. People need to know about them, right? So I, uh, I kind of, uh, yeah, even when talking to the organizers of Candlelighters, they're just, <laughs> they're so focused on the mission and doing what they do. It's just, it's not like, okay, we got to go out there and do the promoting, 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 because they're so busy doing what they do. And like my, I just feel like uh, everybody needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say it otherwise. No, it's <laughs> good. And you know, that that is the, the truth. I mean, you're facing every parent's worst nightmare. That's right. And I think that a lot of support has come from Southern Manitoba when I've talked to Naomi. There's so many people that have supported that haven't gone through, but know that it is their worst nightmare to think of to have to go through. And I think people just think, if it was me, I'd, I can, I can part with this X number of dollars yep. <laughs> to help. Yep. And I have, and I, and in talking to Naomi, it's encouraging to hear. Like, um, she's told me how generous Southern Manitoba has been to this cause. Uh, you know, once they hear about it. You know, when people hear about it, you know, when they when they hear about it, they go, "Wow, I didn't know that existed," and then they want to you know, contribute, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that, when you think of cancers, the thing that gets me about this organization and um, thing with South Central Cancer, for instance, in Morden, they've been such a blessing to us, such a help to us. Um, but again, it's not an organization you hear much about. But what I think about uh, when someone does a cancer fundraiser or they're trying to raise awareness for cancer or funds for cancer, it's usually to, to the uh, to, re- to cancer research and treatment, which is important. Understand that, um, but you don't often think about the support networks that are there that are on the ground, helping day to day. It's tangible, right? <laughs> that money that's being sent to these these uh, smaller organizations, like candlelighters, for instance. It's staying right here to the family that is right down the road, um, that is that is needing that encourage that encouragement and that support and that aid. So it's uh, it's a different type of um, cancer support than what I've ever seen. Right? I think that was something that kind of touched my wife and I. That it's usually when you think of supporting cancer, you're supporting the broad spectrum of treatment. Um, but this is a different level. It's like uh, like you get the news, bam, day one. <laughs> And the next day you have this this uh, pick-me-up there and this support network, which is, I, it's just priceless. You can't put a value on it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much for sharing uh, Rowan's story and your story.